welcome to the Moms Career Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Carla Jallo, and I'm on a mission to help working mamas everywhere navigate the tricky terrain of where work life meets mom life. I'm blowing the lid off of every misconception that exists in regards to what it looks like to be a modern working mom. Let's get started. So today I have Sarah Keenan with me. Sarah is a photographer, a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur, a business owner. She does all the things. And so I wanted to have her on today to really just, you know, give us some tips, advice, and really just to share her story on how she's doing it all, holding it together, maybe some days not holding it together. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much, Carla. This is so much fun for me. I felt so honored when you asked me to be here and I've been anticipating for so long. So this is really fun. I think you nailed most of the things on the head. So I am (laughs) a a small business owner. I own a photography studio in my 15th year of doing so. I have four children of my own and three stepchildren. I'm married and have pets and all the things like you said. So that's my short story. So one of the interesting things, I mean, every woman that I talk to that starts their own business and is a mom and is balancing, even, you know, even when you're a working mom working in the corporate world, I think we're all trying to wear so many hats and balance so many different things. So you have been in the photography business for 15 years can you just share with us a little bit like about how you got started? How long did it take you to start um, really making strides there for people that are considering going out on their own in some way? Absolutely. Um, so I think like so many other moms that find myself themselves in my position, um, I worked in corporate America as well. And then I had my first child and thought I wanted to do the whole stay at home mom thing. So left corporate America and did the stay at home mom thing for about nine months and super quickly realized that without an outlet for myself, I was also not a very good parent. Um, So from there, I started kind of looking through what my, um, you know, my satisfaction was going to be in life, what I could pour into a job, but also still be a parent. And art had always been a thing for me. So I started taking pictures uh, just of my family and my my friends, kids and all that. And it really just blossomed from there after some dedication. So that's how I got into what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reality of how long did it take to um, A, be a business and, and then B, be what I would consider a successful business are two different answers. And I think one thing you have to encourage other women that are in this place and then also yourself on a day-to-day basis, you have to remind yourself that you're a business from the moment you decide you're going to serve other people, regardless right. of services. Yes. So very quickly, it became a business. Um, it was small and it was on the time I could give it because I had an infant and then I had a toddler and an infant. And then that just grew, you know, yeah. but it took, I think, truly three to five years before I felt comfortable in my skin as a business owner telling somebody else that's what I was doing. For a right. lot of years, downplayed it, right? We do that. Yeah, we do. Like, oh, it's my little business, my thing on the side, my, we, until we're ready to really step into that, it almost feels like, um, and it's a word that's thrown around a lot right now, but imposter syndrome. Um, yes. But I don't, I think, like you said, once you start serving people, you are a business. Now, 
you know, maybe it hits a, a really good stride later on down the road. But don't you think those early days, um, it's kind of what it's all about, is learning, growing into that that larger role, those, those types of things? 100%. And I think something that I have learned being in business for the length of time that I have been is that you're never 100% positive of mm-hmm. what those roles are. When you're a business owner, regardless of if you have, you're all by yourself or you have, you know, 50 employees, 20 employees, whatever that, that mark is for your company, um, the hats that you wear and the roles that you play on a day-to-day basis, they change. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you asked, did it take time to like get into those roles and really what, yes, but also still even 15 years later, every day I get up with my morning routine because that's the only way I can solidify my own self going into this. Yes. And as I make my list for the day, that's when I know what hats I'm wearing that day. Yeah. You know, you have to wear a lot of them when you're doing it all yourself and, and you've got, even once you have employees and other people working with you, um, then you have to delegate. Then you, you still have to know what's going on. Even if that's not your main focus, you're, you're still, it's your name on the door, right? <laughs> 100%. It adds a whole different dynamic to things. Um, you know, help is wonderful. And I would, I would lose my marbles if I didn't have some of the wonderful women helping me out. Yes. Um, but at the same time, that comes with responsibility also to make sure they're getting what they need and they're meeting the, the branding marks and whatever it is that they're helping with. So Yes, absolutely. Always moving parts, always moving parts. So tell me how your parenting journey kind of fit into this entrepreneurship journey, because Sarah's a little bit unique in that she's got two young kids and two that are older and then the three stepchildren. So it's a very large family and kind of different groups of ages. So that obviously is going to pull you in a lot of different directions. How do you balance all of those things? I love the word that you used balanced because I know you and I have touched on this topic a little bit before. Um, But as I tell all of the young business people that I mentor, the reality for me and what was a game changer in creating peace in my and work environment was to allow myself to understand that there truly is never an actual balance. Right. And when, yes, when I could say that to myself, like today, it's going to be more heavy mom day and tomorrow is going to be more of a heavy work day. And you're not a bad mom on a work day or a bad business owner on a mom day. Then yes. I was able to say to myself, like, okay, this is succeeding. This feels comfortable. I'm just not, you can't be a hundred percent in both places. No, no. And I think that goes for Women across the board, even if you're not, even if parenting isn't a piece of that, because as women, we try to balance exercise and nutrition, time with our friends, keeping our homes clean, all of the things. Mm-hmm. And there's just not a balance. So for me, it really is, like I said, getting up every morning, making my list, knowing who needs what from me that day. And that's where my balance for that day comes from. I can right. say, okay. Today, this is what our focus is going to be. And at the end of the day, if I've marked off my list for that day, the balance may have been off, but what needed to get done got done. Who needed my attention and my time and my love and consideration got it. 
And then maybe I work a few extra hours at my computer tomorrow. (laughs) Yes. Well, and that's why I think maybe once you have children, the for a lot of moms, not all moms, you know, but it just depends on the type of company that you're with. But if you're in corporate America, they don't, re- a lot of companies don't allow you the latitude to have a heavy mom day when you've got to spread yourself in that direction. And then, because they expect you to be giving 100% in the office that day. Um, and so, I mean, I think that's changing a little bit, particularly with this past year. Um, a little bit, it's still not, it's really still not where it needs to be, I think in corporate America, but I see so many women, especially this year being drawn towards entrepreneurship, starting a consultancy, um, for that very reason, so that they can kind of, I guess you could say, negotiate their time a little bit better, you know, but you know, when a child gets sick, obviously you have to be able to care for them. They can't go to day. A lot of us don't have family around anymore. So you have to be able to have that flexibility. And that's one thing that has drawn me to even the career that I had in sales and um, and now entrepreneurship was the fact that you kind of dictate your own schedule and can choose where you spend your energy that day. So on top of all of this, you spent a significant portion of time actually homeschooling your kids also, right? So. I- that I have never been able to wrap my mind around. My sister-in-law homeschools her three children. They have a farm. Um, she she's a, has a master's in early childhood education, so it's kind of her wheelhouse. But I, I'm curious because so many women are investigating this now um, with just this uncertainty that's in the world right now. People that had never thought about homeschooling are learning a little bit about it now. So what can you say about that? And how did you incorporate that all into your life? Um, In all transparency, it was one of the most challenging things that I have done. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a part of that for our family specifically, and and, and it's personal to us and everybody's situation is different. um, The onset of homeschooling for our family also came um, at a move and therefore an adjustment for my business. Right. And so there was just a lot of things going on at the same time. Um, and so I think the best encouragement I could give to moms that are exploring this is it is doable. It is incredibly rewarding, but I think depending your personality, you have to be prepared to know that your work is going to come at hours and levels of, um, sleeplessness that you may not have experienced before because truly when you are homeschooling, it is, um, it's not like a school day. There's not eight hours of sitting down with your kids and doing that. It can be pieced together where it needs to be. If you need to have meetings and things like that. But the reality is if you're focusing on the schooling, um, the rest of what has to get done is going to have to get done at another time. Mm -hmm. So during that phase of my life, I was finding myself working at three o'clock in the morning when I couldn't sleep or, um, you know, at while the kids I'd make lunch and while they're eating, I'd come try to knock out a few things. So you have to be flexible. You have to be determined. You have to be fierce in what it is that you're attacking. It is doable. It's exciting to watch your kids grow, um, Mm -hmm. and learn and those aha moments, but it does come with some taxing moments as far as everything else that's going on in your world. Absolutely. Oh, I can't imagine. I mean, (laughs) 
just the taste of it that I had with one child, um, I didn't enjoy. <laughs> yes, it's not for and I, and I had a toddler running around or crawling around at the time, so I was very distracted. So maybe if both of them were actually more kid age, it would be a little better, but I don't know because it's different grades and different, um, just different skill sets and me being spread more thin. So I don't know if I would, if I would be very good at it personally. Um, so you mentioned, you know, you started the homeschooling during a phase of transition and I am curious because you had the, um, photography business in, uh, Outer Banks and then moved over here to Knoxville you're also working in Nashville. You're doing a lot of different things. How how do you navigate these transitions so that you you're able to be successful and continue to do your job? How are you getting your your name out there when you when you're targeting a new city um, or a new demographic? Yeah, that is a really good question. So travel and change is just kind of an innate part of who I am. So I think mm-hmm. that a little bit easier for me than it is for some people. Um, I love new ideas, shooting in new places. Um, I think as far as getting my name out, I try to be incredibly transparent with my market. So on social media, in my blog posts, um, I try to create excitement where I feel excitement in hopes that other people can join me on my journey, as opposed to just saying, you know, like large corporations might say, boom, here's a new brand. This is us. They've got the face already. We all know who Target is. So when they rebranded with the dog, we were all like, wow, you know, we, but for small businesses, right. It has to come a lot more organically has to come through word of mouth. And I think the name of the game marketing, regardless of whether it's a transition or a new business is connection. And Mm -hmm. today with the world of internet and all of these who's who and transparency, tell your story, tell who you are, connect with people because we have far more similarity than we do things that are different. Yes. I think that's been my, I've made a lot of changes because I've made changes and realized they weren't the best changes. So then Mm -hmm. I had to make change to adapt. Um, And I think I've just taken my clientele along with me. And so every Mm -hmm. time it's like a fun change for everybody. Like we're, we're, we're going to start doing Nashville. We're going to start doing the beach. We're going to start. And it just becomes fun. It's a journey. And you're so talented too. I mean, you really do fit in, in all of these places with the weddings and the childhood photography and the, even branding, you've helped me with my branding and photos and things like that. So, um, I mean, you, you know what you're doing here. That's, that's for sure. So for people that are considering getting into entrepreneurship and they're scared because maybe they've got children or they're scared to take the leap, starting their own businesses and maybe they're intimidated because they're a mom um, or they just have so much on their plate. What would you tell them? What advice would you have? I think that answer is twofold. Simple, but it's twofold. First, if you have the drive to do something that you are truly passionate about, and I know that word can be so overused, um, Mm -hmm. passionate, But you know, we all know individually what drives us. You get up in the morning and it excites you the majority of the time. Nothing we do is going to excite us all the time. But if that is a driving force in um, what excites you in life, you can do it. And, And that's irrespective of whether you have children, have experience in it, have the financial backing, uh, you can do it. 
Mm-hmm. I truly do believe that. I've seen so many success stories um, of women that have come from all different places and made something of themselves they were proud of. So I think the first step is just to believe that you have to. Now, the se- that you can. The second step is a little bit more pragmatic, mm-hmm. is to ha- have a game plan. You, you know, I, as a young person, I was somebody who would truly have a great idea, see the inspiration, jump off the cliff, and then figure out how to do it on the way down. And mm-hmm. while there are successes in that, if I didn't have a personality like mine, I would have fallen flat on my face. Oh, sure. Um, so with age and experience, right? And now as I mentor other young people, having a game what does your business look like? Even if it's just a small sketch out, what does your business look like? Who are you serving? What does your financial plan need to look like? Mm-hmm. And then what's the goal for tomorrow? What's a goal for six months? And what's a goal for five years? And I think if you can start outlining those, even in a basic format, you can create something that's going to give you direction. And if you have that energy is talking about at the very beginning of this to move forward, you can accomplish that. Um, and your family comes with you. Your yeah. kids come. With you. Wow. That's such great advice that your family comes along with you. So on that note, I think we should just leave it right there. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on and for being my guest. Thank you so much, Carla. It was fun. It was fun. Thank you for coming on, Sarah. You guys, if you want to work with Sarah or connect to her on the web, you can find her on Instagram at Sarah Keenan Studios or on the web at sarahkeenanstudios.com. She works in Nashville, Knoxville, the Outer Banks. She does anything from weddings to boudoir and a lot of things in between. And she's just a heck of a lot of fun and one of my favorite people. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Mom's Career Guide podcast. And I hope to see you back here again next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Mom's Career Guide. If you liked what I had to share, please take a screenshot and share that on social and tag me at the Mom's Career Guide. I look forward to seeing you back here next week.